And the soldiers likewise demanded of him, saying, And what shall we do? And he said unto them, Do violence to no man, neither accuse any falsely, and be content with your wages. And we're looking at Luke chapter 3, and that was verse 14 in that chapter. And that is John the Baptist, as they called him, speaking to a group of soldiers, that is the military in his, in his day, in that area. Different types of people were coming up to John, asking him questions, asking advice, getting counsel from him, because they knew he was a man of God. Truly. And right there, we just read where he's telling soldiers how they ought to behave in a way that's going to be pleasing to God. And you'll notice that John the Baptist is concerned with pleasing God, not with honoring men or getting honor from them. So it doesn't say anywhere in this passage or elsewhere that John the Baptist held up any person because he knew the state of man. And I'm contrasting that to what we do now in the 21st century in America, and even before that, of course. But right now it's 2021, where we're going sometimes beyond respecting and honoring people like the military and what they call first responders, policemen, firefighters, uh, emergency workers, health workers. We're going beyond the respect and honor into an exaltation of these people. And when you point that out, a lot of people are going to shake their head no and say that they aren't doing that. But from afar, it appears that they are. It's September of this year, the 20th anniversary of the September 11th, 2001 attacks in the United States. And after a few years of seeing the anniversary of those of those events die away a little bit, 20th anniversary kind of stoked the fire again where people are, they, they kind of perked up about celebrating it. Well, celebrating is the wrong word, of course, just remembering it. And of course, remembering it means bringing forth the people who are seen as heroes in that event. I say event for a lot of reasons there, but we're not going to go into that right now. And when you're holding up people who are seen as the heroes, that is the first responders, and that may or may not include the military, you're going to get, as I said, beyond respecting and honoring people for doing a job into putting them before other people, quote unquote, normal people or average people, whatever that means. And I can kind of shrink that down. That's a mouthful of what I, that I'm talking about here, but I'm kind of shrinking it down into... Christianity in this ministry, we judge everything by the light of the Bible. Everything. At least that's the, the goal, as we say. And when we look at 9 11, remembering it, holding up the people who are seen as heroes, there's going to be a conflict, at least in my mind or my belief or my thinking. And I'm specifically thinking about this idea or I, I should say the reality that a lot of churches and a lot of Christians, whether they're professing Christians or they really are Christians, not everybody who says there's a Christian, they're a Christian is a Christian as we know, as we say often here, that bears repeating. But there's this reality that Christians today are always trying to link the faith up with the flag, that is the American flag, old glory, stars and stripes. They're trying to link 
a church with the government, basically. Sometimes it's intentional. I know that. Sometimes I don't think people really think about it. I think it's unintentional for some people. You see these pictures of people, whether they're a banner on their Facebook or whatever, T-shirts. They're going to put the cross right with the flag. And that's a bothersome thing if you have any discernment. Now, from somebody who's not a Christian, they're either of another faith or they say they're of no faith. They look at that and it's a cause for shame for the faith. Again, this is my belief, but I don't think you can go in the Bible and prove me wrong on that. It's a shame to link the cross with the flag. It's a shame to link Jesus Christ with the military. As I saw one church sign, I do a lot of traveling in my work. And I saw one church sign saying that the, both Jesus and the military gave their life, laid down their life for you. And when I saw that, it made me very angry that they put that there. Because you can argue that the military saved our freedom. And I don't even agree with that. But even if you can argue that, saved our life in America. I don't agree with that. But even if you can argue that, they didn't save our souls. They didn't die for us in an eternal sense and trying to link those two things together if you're a real christian if you really love jesus christ as god you should be angry with stuff like that now of course we respect what military people do what policemen do we know their jobs are hard all the firefighters and ems or emt workers i don't even know the right letters to call the emergency workers I'm sure it's different in different places, but we're, we're human beings. We're men and women. We're flawed. We're sinful by nature. So we're always going to take it too far when we do that. We're always going to take it past respect into an area of exaltation. And again, I know people would, may disagree with that. They may not be able to see it if they're doing that. But some of us can see that's what's going on. And my point really, as I said, is those kind of things don't belong in church. If you want to honor these people, then I certainly have no problem with it. Not that anybody who's doing that cares what I think. But I do have a problem with it when churches are taking it on themselves to bring it into the service. When I see somebody in military garb walking around, I don't feel an urge to go shake their hand and clap them on the back and thank them in that way. I mean, I may thank them in my heart. And again, I honor what they do, but I honor what a lot of people do that I don't do or that I can't do. Right now, we're not in a draft kind of situation in America, not that I know of. And by that, I mean no one forced anyone in the military, for, uh, military branches. No one forced a police officer or the other first responders which has become a catch-all word I don't remember being used before a few years ago. No one forced any of these people to do these jobs. They chose to do it. And sometimes people hear me talk like this and they think that I'm disrespecting these people. A lack of worship in their mind equals disrespect to some people. And of course, I don't agree with that. You know, in my house, we respect these kind of personnel, these kind of workers and their job and then we stopped right there i remember there was a guy 
I remember there was a, a fire truck outside of a grocery store. My wife and my youngest child went inside to get something and there happened to be a fire truck outside in the parking lot. Some of you have seen this kind of thing where the firefighters will pull up, you know, out in the back of the parking lot and they'll walk in, in the group and they've got the shoulder walkies, walkie talkies on and the blue uniforms and whatnot, the casuals. And they'll go in there and shop. And ever since I was a kid, it always bothered me, I think, to see people run up to them and almost, they didn't fall on their feet, but it came just short of that. You might say, well, maybe you're just jealous of them. No, I didn't want to do those jobs. And I definitely don't want people coming up to me and wanting to shake my hand just for doing my job. Whatever it was. It was just a weird affectation, if I can use that word there, if I'm using it correctly, to see people doing that. And what I saw from the firefighters and from military, when I would see similar things with them, I would see them swell up. I would see a pride come upon them that people really, again, were going beyond respecting and honoring them to glorifying them. And that's not true of everybody that was receiving that kind of attention. I mean, it may not have even been true of most of them, but it was a good number of them that I did and do see. They liked that. They like that people are holding them up like that and coming up to them like that. I remember being in school and I think I was late for class is what it was. I was late for class and hurrying and they were and all the halls were empty. And there were these two guys, two other guys were standing in the hallway talking. And just I just overheard just a little bit of the conversation as I'm walking really quickly past them. And I heard one of them say to the other one, yeah, my friend, he... He's about to become a state trooper and it's because he wants to be able to drive fast when he wants to and he wants to be able to carry a gun and i remember that they laughed and then i was to my classroom door and i don't i didn't hear anything else but i still remember that little piece of conversation and that guy was telling the truth about his friend i'm sure he wasn't just joking and over time i thought about that little conversation and i've kind of watched the policemen and the military and even firefighters and people like that some of them are not doing those jobs for quote-unquote honorable reasons. They're doing it because they're getting the attention and the exaltation. They're getting lifted up. And for me, that's a reason that as Christians, we're shrinking it down to looking at things biblically, remember. That's a reason why we shouldn't hold them up like that. Only God deserves that kind of glory. Only Jesus Christ should get that kind of attention or worship from us. No man, no woman should get that. Respect people for doing a job. Just respect them as people. But don't be a respecter of persons. I think there's a fine line there. God is not a respecter of persons, so how can we be? But I think I was talking about the fire truck outside that grocery store. And my son, as my wife and the younger child were inside, my son was a toddler. And we stayed outside because he likes big trucks. He likes big machinery, heavy machinery, including fire trucks. So he's walking around the truck, running around, crouching down and touching the tires and just excited. And I remember the firefighters came out before my wife and my other child came out. So the firefighters come out to get back in the truck and go back to wherever they're going. And they're kind of smiling down at my son. And I remember how condescending that those men were to my son. Yeah, you can be a firefighter. Or maybe even an astronaut. I still remember that. He was mocking. 
You say that was just one firefighter. You shouldn't know. I'm just saying they're not all doing it for honorable reasons or not all honorable people. Not all honorable people. Just because they do those jobs. One way you know somebody is really honorable is if God thinks they're honorable. How does God think we're honorable? You're going to say that the Lord Jesus Christ is God, equal with God, the Son of God. And you're going to notice, if you're paying attention, that a lot of the people who are celebrated on days like 9-11 anniversary, they're unbelievers. Some of them have a form of godliness. Some of them end up in churches, but they're just like the world. They're no different in the world just because they're doing those jobs. They're not necessarily strong believers just because they appear to be doing something honorable. They're lost. And a lot of people, even real Christians, are deceived. They're deceived into thinking that all the soldiers are going to heaven because they served. They're going to twist scripture. They're going to have a strange doctrines that are going to come around and twist up their minds. And again, connect the cross with the flag. But if you confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh, you're a deceiver and an antichrist. That's what it says in 2 John. But I understand the conditioning is just so deep in America. I understand that when somebody in the military dies, people are going to paint the angel wings on them and the murals. But what does God think of them? What does the Bible say about us and them? Is it our job or and or our earthly duties that determine whether we're going to please God or not? Not according to the Bible. You notice there at the verse we read at the beginning or the passage, the verse, I guess, Luke, Luke chapter 3, verse 14, you'll see that John wasn't hobnobbing with the police, military, and the politicians. They, they were coming up to ask some questions. It's kind of matching up with what people say about Jesus, that he, quote unquote, hung out with sinners. Jesus Christ didn't hang out. With sinners, he really didn't hang out with anybody. If you really think about it, if you really know the Bible, if you actually read the Bible, he was doing the Father's will. And there in Luke chapter three, John, in a of course a lesser way, he was doing the Father's will. He was preaching and he was teaching, and people recognized the power of God on him. That's why the the people, and the publicans, and the soldiers. Were coming up to him saying, what shall we do? And even as they asked him these questions, the Bible says, all men mused in their hearts of John, whether he were the Christ or not. They're asking themselves if he's, uh, if he's a Messiah. And this is where he says the verse that most people know. And this is where he answers them in a way that most people recognize, they recognize this verse in the Bible, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I cometh, the latchet, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire, whose fan, in his, whose fan is in his hand, and he will truly purge his floor, and will gather the wheat into his garner, but the chaff he will burn with fire unquenchable. He's speaking with such power, that even a king, the ruler, that is Herod, that is Herod, got convicted by what John the Baptist was saying. And of course, not long after that, John is in prison, about to lose his head because of Herodias, a wicked Jezebel woman.
that was married to Herod. But John stood for Christ. He stood against sin. He died for us. So I understand why people don't want to do it. Even true Christians. And those of us who are like that, we're going to pay some kind of cost. Even though we're saved, we're going to be with the Father and the Son in glory forever. There's going to be some price we have to pay because we're holding men and women up. Just because we admire what they do in the natural. And you know, I say all that to say or to ask, you know who I respect as much as all the people we're talking about right now? All the first responders in military? The garbage man. I respect the garbage man or sanitation worker, if you want to get correct, politically correct or whatever. I respect him probably more than I do the firefighters and even most of the other first responders we're talking about. What are you going to do if he doesn't show up?